welcome 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 everyone this is paul fink this is the the maverick millionaire and we are broadcasting live today for the maverick do it different podcast i'm going to officially introduce the podcast in just a moment and as people start to engage and uh get on board we're going to start some conversation here i want to make sure that we get clear with some of our chat and uh and let me get take care of some of our mechanics here on this end as uh maybe 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 we can get people engaged with us on this side of the of the fence and uh there we go um so we've got we're broadcasting on multiple different platforms now and so uh, we'll be seeing people pop in and and engaging with us in multiple different ways. And I've got a team of people in the in the backside here, making sure that I see some of the chat that's going on. And so today I've got a special guest, and and we've got somebody here that is so special to my world because I've been studying his philosophy, and as you'll learn, his dad's. Uh, philosophy and understanding of the world and psychology and all for man 40 years now and so excited to be a part of of this world with him and have him here please welcome brian proctor uh, to you. our platform here brian such a pleasure to have you here it is great to be here paul and for all of you that do not know infamous bob proctor is brian's dad and brian's out with a brand new book um that is uh just carrying on the messaging of everything that his father was all about and my father knew the secret growing up with bob proctor and i started studying uh bob and, and i guess it probably was 30 years ago Mm -hmm. I, I said 40, but probably around 30 years ago, I started off as a psychology major in college and then uh, went into sales, went into business and studying the mindset, studying how we engage was so much a part of what I did that, uh, well, it, it was a natural that I would run across your father's information and, and be absorbing that. Um, so Tell us a little bit about what it was like growing well, up with that. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, you know, my my father, uh, for those of the, you that don't know, uh, Bob Proctor was a very big speaker in the world. Um, and it was all around, like you say, Paul, all around mindset. Um, you know, he never liked to be called a motivational speaker. He, he thought of himself more as a teacher. And he really did help people set their mind up for success. Um, you know, how to get past the mental blocks that hold us back um, and, and really how to, how to move forward in both life and in business uh, to be a better version of ourselves and to do better and to be, you know, more successful. So it was, it was great growing up with him. I, I virtually saw the entire, his entire career. Um, you know, he, he was given a book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, back in 1961, in October of 1961. Well, I was born in December of 1961. So I was there for his entire journey. Now, obviously, the first couple of years, you know, just vague memories. But um, um, I, I was fortunate enough to work with him for a good 30 of those years. 
and uh, really worked by his side. Um, I, I, I was really involved in the marketing area of what we did. Um, but it was, I, I know it was a gift. And I know how fortunate I am that uh, I got to grow up with Bob Proctor as a father. Um, he was an incredible man. Um, for, for those of you that have seen him on stage or online, um, he wow. was, yeah, he was what, what you saw. That's what he was like in real life. And he was, uh, he was a very, very special guy. So if you had to describe his personality, both on and off, off stage, you're saying it, it was the same guy. How would you describe him? Very driven. Um, you know, he was, even when things weren't going right, um, you know, back in the early days, he just always held the vision of what he was going for and what he wanted for his life. And he just kept working towards it. Didn't matter what happened. Uh, he, he would never get knocked off course. And, uh, you know, that's really what he taught. He taught all about the mindset and how to stay on course, even when things aren't going right. Um, so I, I would say driven for sure. Um, and a, and a giver. I mean, my father was a philanthropist. Uh, a lot of people might not know, but boy, he would give and give and give, uh, do things either for people just by, by getting on their events um, or, uh, you know, gifting money to organizations, people that were in need. Um, he was, he was all about giving. He, he knew that the more you get, gave the, the more you would receive. And he lived by that principle. Um, and even probably in the, in the early days when he didn't maybe have a, as much to give, he still gave freely and it, you know, it kind of showed in his life. Boy, is that a secret. And I, I talk about how you, you don't become successful or become a millionaire or become all these things and then start acting like it. Right. You act like it before, you know, you're a gold medal winner long before you ever get the gold. And, and your father was the epitome of that in walking the talk and acting the part long before it was everything in his life. Like you said, long before he was maybe had the money to be that person, he was right. that person already to be giving and to contribute and to share. And, and I think a lot of people miss that. And they only see people like your father after the fact, after they've become successful. And then it's like, well, it's easy for him to give money. And, and yet it started long ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the early days, um, when you think of the self-development industry, my father was truly one of the pioneers in yeah. that industry. Um, you know, he started in the 19, late 1960s, um, started doing seminars in the early 1970s. And, and Paul, back in those days, um, the self-development industry was not a thing. And it was a hard sell. Nobody, everybody thought you were kind of nuts. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a grind. Uh, when he first started, it was a grind. I, I can remember going with him on preview seminars he would do. He would do a three-hour evening for free that anybody could come to. And then he would sell a program from that. And it was an inexpensive program. And it was a grind. Um, he wasn't earning a ton of money then, but he was so committed to what he was teaching. And he knew that what he had had value for people that could change their life. And for him, that was his why. And, you know, like you say, it's it's easy to look at the later years of his life and think, well, sure, Bob Proctor, he had it all. But boy, if you saw what he did in the early days of a of a of an industry that was just getting started, 
um, it was it was worthy of awe. It really was. It's so amazing. And I was an entrepreneur way back in the day. I, I was born in 1964, so uh, I'm a couple years younger than mm -hmm. you. And I remember those early years. I was a new entrepreneur in 1986, 87. And in that range, there wasn't a lot. Nightingale Conan was kind of just getting into its thing where mm -hmm. they had cassette tapes that you could buy and and uh, and all that. And all that was uh, brand new. And I remember you know, your father was definitely one of the leaders that that set the pace for everybody else. If, if there's a speaker, coach, trainer out there, you owe your career to Bob Proctor because he set the pace. He set the stage for so many of us to have an easier, easier road just as an industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really did. It was, uh, it was fun to watch. And I'll tell you, you know, everybody thinks that uh, they get into that business or they start a business and they got to be an overnight success. Um, you know, my father was big in the industry for years, um, but he didn't make it extra large or in a really big way until he was 72 years old. So think about that. When he was 72, that's when the movie The Secret came out. And he was fortunate enough to be in that movie. He was a prominent uh, speaker in that movie. And that catapulted his career because, because of that, he got on Larry King Live, Ellen DeGeneres, Nightline. He was on all kinds of different shows. And that's when everybody started to take notice of who Bob Proctor was. Um, and he was 72 years old at the time. So it's it's pretty incredible. And he had been having this career, if you will, for since he was in his 30s. Yeah, I mean, really late 20s, but early 30s for sure um, is when he started speaking. Um, yeah. he, he went and he worked, you know, you mentioned Nightingale Conant. He went and worked with Earl Nightingale and Lloyd Conant. Yeah. Um, I mean, as a kid, I remember Lloyd Conant. He, he was like a grandfather to me. Um, you know, so I was kind of fortunate that I grew up in this industry and around the people in this industry. Um, but, you know, dad went out on his own because Nightingale Conant were all about, like you said, selling uh, cassette tapes and, and records, programs. They didn't want to do seminars and teach people. They just wanted to sell the programs. And dad felt that he needed to be face-to-face -face teaching, doing seminars so that people could really understand the material and learn how to apply it. So, you know, that was where he got his foundation. But then he went out on his own and actually started doing seminars because he knew that would affect more people. Um, that, and that's definitely... Yeah, that, that's definitely the the uh, after my own heart. It's it's what I feel as well is that belly button to belly button, old school, heart to heart and being live with people is such a big difference in the depth that you can go with this type of material and how much it's really felt um, and then lived. Right. Uh, what a big difference. So. Absolutely. We've got uh, comments, uh, inspiration, and they're all excited. They still have time. So for all those that aren't 70 already, they're like, yes, we'll do this. <laughs> what, a, what a great message because so many people get in and they're looking for that instant gratification. Right. And yet the, the people that we know of that have had great success, man, it doesn't happen overnight. There's definitely a component of uh, just stay the course step by well, step. 
You know what, Paul? I think the big thing, and I, I certainly learned this from my father, is that you need to have a passion for whatever it is you're doing. If you have a passion for it, you will work through those tough times. You'll do whatever is required to get to the outcome you want. It might not happen overnight, but if you're passionate about it, you'll keep at it. It's, it's when people start up something that they're not passionate about, um, you know, they're the ones that will get thrown off, off the trail pretty quickly. Um, but if you have a passion for what you're doing, stick the course and, and you will make it. You will make it if you hold that vision and you keep working towards it. Hold the vision, keep working towards it without a doubt. Um, you know, one of the things, and as a dad myself, and I, I look at my children that have, that have watched me be on stage and speak and train on a lot of uh, Bob's material and, and the whole understanding of paradigm shifts and how to live. Um, what was your feeling early on? I know you said, oh, well, 30 of those years, you were privileged to work with him. It, I, I get the feeling it wasn't right out of college, your first 30 years in business, or was it? Well, here's the funny thing. I did, I worked with him when I was 18 years old, um, up until I was around 25. And, uh, you know, I sold seminars, um, did some marketing. So I did work for him in the early years, but then I needed to basically leave and do my own thing. I needed to prove to, I think to me more than anything that I could make it on my own uh, without being in my father's business. Right. So when I was 25, I got into real estate. I was probably, I just turned 26 actually. Um, and uh, I had a, I had a bit of a passion for real estate. So I got into real estate sales and everybody thought I was a little bit nuts. I was a little young for selling houses. Um, they said, you're not going to do that. Great. You know, I, I had all those naysayers and I went into it knowing what my father taught. I mean, I had worked with him at that point for, you know, six years at least. And I applied everything I learned from my dad into real estate. My first year in real estate sales at the age of 26, I made it into the top 100 of all real estate agents for a very major company uh, internationally. Um, and that was because I just practiced what he taught. And I got into real estate. I did really, really well. Well, then I guess after about 12 years of real estate, he, he kept trying to talk me into coming back into the business. And eventually I hit a point where it was time. You know, I'd, I'd shown that I could do it on my own and I really enjoyed working with him. My father and I had, we weren't just father and son. I mean, we were like best friends as well. We had a really deep connection. So it was great. I, I went back to the company, started working with him again and uh, I was able to bring some other things to the table that I probably couldn't have if I didn't go out on my own. For right. So, so he was constantly looking for when you were coming back. He was. There you <laughs> go. So, so my conversations with my children seem to be right on task. That's exactly <laughs> where go. I am. Yeah. Perfect. So what was the, you know, the, the greatest thing, the greatest lessons that you learned both as a son and what you felt were some of the greatest lessons that your father taught overall. Do you have, you know, your, your, your top three? Yeah, I do. Um, so one of the first big ones I can tell you is you've talked about it just a little bit ago, five, 10 minutes ago, you talked about the act as if, um, you know, dad was always, you need to act as if you are whatever you want to be. Um, you know, some of the, 
some people like to say, fake it till you make it. And that takes on a bit of a negative connotation. Right. Um, but he was always act as if. And um, if you can act as if you are the person you want to be, you will become that person. Um, when I got into real estate, that was his big advice to me. He says, act as if you are the most successful real estate agent in the city of Toronto. And that's what I did. So the very first clients I had, I acted as if I was selling a house every day. They would have never known they were my first clients. And I just lived into who I was acting to be. And that's, that's you know, it sounds simple, but it's really not. Um, you're going to have people, especially those closest to you, they'll be looking at you like, who do you think you are? And that's when you have to be able to tune that out and stay focused on where you want to be, who you want to be and what you want to do. So that was, that was probably one of the most important lessons. Um, and before you, before you move on, I want to highlight that has been for my career, one of the guiding lights. And, and I remember learning about that years and years that decades ago now, it's amazing. It's been that long, uh, but decades ago and, and learning that lesson. And I remember specific moments in my career. And especially when I started coaching and training and speaking mm -hmm. my first student, I don't think to this day knows they were my first student. Uh, and, and I remember saying, Oh, you know, I'm testing some things out. It's a new program I'm bringing to the market. And I'm testing some things out. Can I spend a little more time with you so that I can test a few new theories out? Right. They never knew it was my only program or that it was the first time. And so, and it was so interesting as you say that, how, how that has been a part of my mantra that has stepped me into the power position to really be able to engage at a higher level in a, in a fast pace. Yeah. And people miss it and they, they don't want to, what do you say to people that say, I, you mentioned the negative connotation. Oh, I, I, I don't want to lie or I don't want to be faking it. I want to be authentic, which is the newest term of the day. Mm -hmm. um, what, what's your comment to that? Well, my comment is you can be authentic and you don't need to lie. Um, it's all in the way you act. You're not going to tell somebody I'm the, you know, the, let's say from real estate, I'm the number one real estate agent in the city if you're not. Right. But you can act like you're the number one real estate agent in the city. So whatever business you're in, you can act as if you are the most successful person in that business. Um, you don't have to claim that you are, right. but you can act as if you are. And that's the key. And we can all act as if. And it's not a fake thing. It's a living into who we want to become. Dad was always of that. We need to live from the place we want to be. Um, you know, live the, as if we are there now. And when we live as if we are there now, we create our new reality. You know, it's really that simple. We overcomplicate these things so often, but it's, it's really that simple. So there's, there is no lying. There is just acting as if you just are being the person you want to become. And when you act like that person, you will become that person. Simple as that. Yeah, no question. Uh, and you were about to, and I interrupted you, or you were about to share some more lessons. And everyone, they really appreciate all that we're sharing and all that we're talking about. And the people that are out there, and we're going to be uh, sharing this and, and broadcasting this, letting people know what's up. Um, continue. 
Well, you know what, Paul, it, I can go back to another big lesson from my father. And this one has probably fueled my success more than just about anything. Um, and it's a lesson I learned when I was nine years old. Um, dad liked to call this, this form of living. He said, it, it's the impression of increase. And what the impression of increase is, is leaving everybody you come in contact with feeling better because they were in contact with you. And, and this is how he presented it to me. I was nine years old. Um, at that point in life, I was born in Toronto. Um, so, you know, lived in Toronto, started school in Toronto. Then we moved to England, London, England, went to school there. We moved back to Toronto. So I started school again there. Then by grade four, uh, he was start, he, he was going to work with uh, Earl Nightingale and Lloyd Conant. So we moved to Chicago. So I'm starting a new school in grade four. So by the time I'm in grade four, I'm already three, four schools in. I was always that new kid in school. And this is what he taught me. And I, I'm nine years old. Think about this. And it stuck with me for the rest of my life. He said to me, he says, Brian, when you go into school, you go there. You just put these four letters across the head of anybody you're talking to. It's M-M-F-I. Make me feel important. He said, if you can make the person that's in front of you feel important, he says, you're going to make friends and you're going to get on in this world in a great way. He said, don't make it about you. Ask them engaging questions. Be interested, be present and listen to them. Don't start thinking about how you're going to answer or one up whatever they tell you. Just be sincerely interested in that person. And, you know, it can be something as simple as paying a genuine compliment. But whatever it is, be interested in that person and make them feel important. We can find something good about everybody we're in front of. And if we can do that, you're going to take off in this world. I know for me, like real estate, I got so many referrals because people love dealing with me. I made them feel important. And that's it. So if, if you can do that, if you can leave somebody with the impression of increase, feel better because they came in contact with you today, you could potentially change the course of their day. But even more importantly, if you really do it right, you could potentially change the course of, your, of their life because you'll have them looking at themselves differently. It's a powerful, powerful concept. And we don't give it thought often enough. Uh, you know, so many times we are, you know, think of times, Paul, you go to a party and you meet that person that starts talking to you and all they do is talk about themselves. It's like, oh my God, I want to get away from this person. But think about the person that asks you interesting questions and is actually interested in you. Boy, you want to talk to that person all night long. Um, that's really what it's all about. Yeah, there, there was an old uh, adage I heard, you know, you've got, you've got one mouth and two ears, use them in proportion. <laughs> and, uh, and so the more that you can have people speak and, and speak into it, uh, so powerful. Yeah. And, and yes, and the whole adage of leave, leave each individual person and the world better than you met them. Right. And uh, that, that's a lesson across the board. It doesn't matter what you're doing in your world. You will end up being better off across the board on so many levels because you have that philosophy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful way to live. Um, and it's so funny that I look back on that and think I was taught that at nine years old. So, you know, there's a gift of being Bob Proctor's son, for sure, um, that, that I was able to apply that for the rest of my life. Um, and, and, you know, the nice thing is I've been able to teach that to my kids. Um, my children uh, do that with, with everybody they speak to. 
Um, it's, it's just a wonderful way of being. It really is. It's amazing. The generational people talk about generational wealth and yet this is the cornerstone of generational wealth is generational wealth of knowledge on how to live life on how to empower the individual. Uh, that's what your father, Bob had done for you. You are doing with your children and with the world. And, uh, that is, that is true legacy. Well, I, yes, I, I look at it, you know, for me, I'm living what I consider a charmed life. And I'm living that because of what I learned from my father. You know, he never gave me anything, um, but he taught me and he gave me the, the concepts of mentally how to practice and live the best version of myself. And I think if we can be the best version of ourselves every day, we're going to live a great life and we will accomplish so much more. Um, you know, I see the comment here by Christian um, agree. Being present is important. Uh, it's so true. If, if we are living in the present moment and being focused on the here and now, we will accomplish so much more in life. You know, so many people are living in the past or worry about the future, but if they take care of the present moment and live right now, the best version, be the best version of you right now, you're going to live a great life. You really are. Um, you know, dad always had a great saying, uh, Paul, he, he, I loved it when he said it in the seminar. He said, you cannot change the time you got out of bed this morning. And I loved it when he said that, you know, whatever has happened in the past has happened in the past. We can't change it. So right. let it be, be the best version that you can be right now and just live in the present moment. So you don't have these self looping, you know, nonsense going on in, in, in your head. And, uh, what some of the, you know, the follow up question is that people hear this and they're like, well, I, how do I know that I'm living the best self, the, my best self? And when I, and, but I get that chit chat in my head. What do I do with that? That's, that's tearing me down or telling me that I'm not this or that I'm, I'm faking it and not. Mm -hmm. What do we do with that energy and that chit chat? How do we make sure that we are living our best self? You know, Paul, that's, I love that question. So really, it's about awareness. And here's the deal. Here's, here's something I, I, I love asking people. Would you be friends with somebody that talked to you the way you talk to yourself? Think about that. What are the words that you're impressing to yourself? What do you say to yourself? Make sure that whatever you say is, is good. And if it's not good, change it. Once you have that awareness and you know what you're doing to yourself, you can change it. Simple as that. Um, you know, we, we, we try to overcomplicate things and think we got to do this and do that and, and try to apply all these different things. It all comes down to awareness. Once you're aware that you're talking negative to, to yourself, say switch and start talking positive to yourself. Watch as you become aware and you keep doing that, how you will start to talk better to yourself, how you will start to be more present. And the more you can be present and do the best you can do in that given moment, it's not to say that that's going to be better than what you did yesterday. You may have been better yesterday, but if you're still being the best version of yourself today, you will get on in this world. You'll be a great success in business and, uh, and, and things will start to happen for you. Is it going to happen for you today or this week? Maybe, maybe not. But I promise that if you keep doing that a few months from now, 
you watch the different kind of person you're going to be and how everybody around you starts to respond to you. It's, it's, it's a magical thing. It's a building process. It's piece by piece only. And I love you. You keep going back to the same uh, philosophy is it's not difficult. This right. is an easy process. You too can do this. Life isn't complicated. Life is easy. And we make it complicated. We do. You know, dad always taught me, he says, if you can teach somebody, if you can teach a child a concept, then you understand the concept. Really, it's that simple. If you overcomplicate it, that even a, a child wouldn't understand what the heck you're telling them, uh, then you're overcomplicating. He says, everything really comes down to, to simplicity if you break it down. And, you know, it's, it's so many of us, when we start a business, uh, we plan and plan and plan and we can over plan and you can plan yourself out of it before you even start it. Um, you know, you just need to simplify things, get started and take action. Dad was all about taking action. Um, if you ever watch Bob Proctor in any event or anything, he always took action. Um, he was he was just always moving forward. And it's a great way to live. Um, it, it just it just will make a difference in your world. <clears throat> Nothing happens until someone does something. Right. And just keep taking the action. But man, having the 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 forethought of awareness and to be completely present in your moment, just some of the things that you've been talking about. And it's so amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so lesson one, lesson two, lesson three, okay. uh, more. And they're, they're so appreciative. We're getting comments uh, from all angles here. And people are, are sharing with you. And, and as a son of Bob Proctor, the, the latest comment is your father would be so proud. Well, I, I thank you. I love seeing that. Um, you know, I, Paul, I, I wrote this book. My father knew the secret growing up with Bob Proctor. And I started to write this book probably four years ago. Uh, my father was alive and uh, he knew I was writing it and we would share great conversations. Um, I'd ask him certain questions about specific topics and, and he would give me all kinds of information to, you know, to work with. Um, and it was a lot of, we had a lot of fun doing this together. Well, he passed away uh, about a year and a half ago and I hadn't been, hadn't finished the book yet. I didn't even have the title for the book yet. Um, but it was, it was fun writing this book because I know today he would be really proud of it. Um, this book is why I love it. It's not, it's not about me. It's really all about my father. And what I do in this book is I share all of the lessons that Bob Proctor taught me as his son. So things that you wouldn't have normally seen in seminars. Yes, there's some of the stuff that you would have seen in seminars, but there's also a lot of personal things in there. And I share everything that he taught me as a son. And then um, I also share how to apply that in your life. So they're not just stories that you can read and go, oh, that was nice. Um, there's actually ways to implement it in your life. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. And, and I love seeing comments like that because that's I highly, just, my heart. highly encourage everyone to go and grab it. Where's the best place for us to go and find the book? You can certainly find the book right on Amazon. Uh, if you go to brianproctor.com, 
Um, you can get the book and whatever Amazon, whatever country you're in, um, or Barnes and Noble. Um, there's some extra bonuses if you go to the website that you'll get, but uh, it's certainly available on Amazon or, or at brianproctor.com. Brianproctor.com. <laughs> go and grab it. Go and buy it. Highly recommend it for, for at so many levels. And I'm so appreciative of who you are, um, knowing that I'm the speaker and the first generation in my family of being at this level and speaking and training people on these lessons. And, uh, and my prayer is that my children listened as well as you have over the years uh, to all these lessons and implemented them at, at such a high level. Uh, well, it's so amazing. You know, the great thing, Paul, is dad never pushed these ideas on me. Um, and that, that was a, that's a good quality. You know, so many times we want our kids to get something. We try to push something on them or force them into something. He never did that. Um, he would leave good books always around, um, you know, different things to look at. Uh, he would always, you know, talk about, uh, you know, but he, he was talking about himself and what he was doing. So he shared himself as an example to follow, which was kind of an interesting twist Here's the cool thing. He supported me in whatever I did. So as a father, that was a really special thing. Even when I was doing things that he didn't think was right, he still supported me um, and he encouraged me. And he always let me be whoever I was going to be. He never forced these things on me. Um, and that was a, a great thing. You know, I watch my kids and sometimes, you know, they're doing things that, gosh, I wouldn't do. Um, but because of how my father was with me, I just support them in whatever they're doing. And it lets them be the best version of who they are. You know, we're all, we're all different. We're all individuals. Um, gosh, if we're all the same, it'd be a pretty boring world. What uh, it, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Letting them find their own path. Right. Uh, firm believer in that and, and letting them know here is one path. It's not the path. It's not the only path. It's one path for you to go down. And that's how I approach coaching and, and speaking as well with my clients. And it's the same philosophy with being a parent. Yeah. Uh, it, here, here's the tools. Here's right. the philosophy. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, the best way I think that we can teach our kids is to be it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, our kids watch us. Um, young, old, whatever. Our kids watch what we're doing. And if we can be the best version of ourselves and be that example, our kids will follow. Um, you know, if we're not, they're also seeing that. So, you know, what can you be for your children as well? I've, I've seen so many people uh, through life that are great versions to be held up that their children come along. And I've seen others that aren't. And they're, you know, you see their, their kids can sometimes be a bit of a wreck. It's like, what, what example are you being? And it doesn't matter, like I said, it doesn't matter what time you got out of bed this morning. It doesn't matter what kind of example you have been. You now have the awareness that you can be the best example as of right now and moving forward today. And if you can keep that up, you're going to have your kids following you and you'll, you'll have all kinds of other people follow you as well. Yeah, it, it's the, and I, I look at that and we were in, talking a lot about the, the parents a child relationship only that's true with like it transcends everything we do in our life mm -hmm. that that relationship is how 
we engage with people in, in our business world, in our personal world, that people get attracted to that givingness and, and uh, engagement at that level. And so uh, um, how I treat my children and living and walking that talk and how I treat the rest of the world, when those are in congruency and in sync, everything flourishes. Right. Yeah. It makes a difference. You know, dad, he always loved to say, you know, so many times you see people will treat a stranger better than better than they treat somebody really close to them. And, you know, my gosh, that's, and that's the truth. Um, and we need to give thought to that. And again, it's all about awareness. You know, if, if you know it, you know it, and you just have to start acting it. And when you find yourself going down that wrong path, recognize it and change it. We're not perfect. Um, I'll be the first to say I, I have my flubs through life um, and through days, but I'm aware of it. And the second I recognize I'm doing something wrong, I can change that. I can change my way of thinking around it. And that's that's all we need to do. With with the awareness, is there a mantra? Is there a phrase that is your go to phrase to say up oh, time to switch? I'm going down the wrong way. Yeah, for me, it's just the word switch. I think my father used the word next. Um, you know, when, if a negative uh, thought or, or image or anything would come into his head, he would just say next and get that out of there and just start focusing on what it was that he did want. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We always have, not always, but there, there will always be times that bad things will happen to us in business and in life. Um, that's just part of the world. But if we can say next or switch, and change our way of thinking around that sooner rather than later, we'll get through those times a lot quicker. You know, dad always had the practice of looking for the good, even in the bad that was happening. Uh, he said, there can't be bad without good. You know, it's like two sides of a coin. There can't be one side without the other side. And he said, whenever anything bad happens in your life, he said, try to take the good out of it. What good is because of that? Um, I've certainly had bad things happen in my life. And I've learned the lesson out of it and I've, I've extracted the good out of it to carry forward. And I think if we can do that, we're, we're going to live a great, a great life. Um, and it's, it is, it all comes back to that simple word awareness. Yes. Look, look for that silver lining in your, in your thought process. Right. Yeah. So great. Uh, Brian, it's been an absolute pleasure. We've been hanging out here and talking for a while. People have really loved and all the comments really loved everything that you've shared. Uh, absolutely tell us one more time where they can grab hold of more of you and the book and everything else. Uh, where should they go? Yeah, if you just go to brianproctor.com, uh, you'll be able to purchase the, the book there. It'll guide you to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, wherever it needs to be for wherever you're located. Um, there's some extra bonuses there. I've certainly got a, a, a newsletter and some different things you can sign up for. Um, I don't spam. I don't do any of the nonsense. So it's, it's e easy to leave your email address. I will not abuse it. Um, and, um, you know, get the book. Um, I, you know, I don't feel I'm selling it. It's, I think, you know, Paul, there's no money in a book. I'm not going to get rich off of this book and I am not back ending another program to the book. Um, I am just selling this book. I know it's good. The feedback we have gotten has been incredible. I only launched it like four weeks ago. Yep. Uh, we, we're already, I don't know, over 100 reviews on Amazon. Um, the book is getting such great feedback. And 
I feel good about it because I know that this book, as I said earlier, is not about me. It is really about my father. And it is about everything he taught me as his child. And the best part is, not only do I share the lessons, but I do share how to act on those lessons. Because dad was all about action. Um, you know, he said the one thing about the, the, the movie, The Secret, it talked about the, the law of attraction and what we give thought to, we bring into our life. What it didn't get into was that we've also got to take action to make that happen for us. Right. Um, so this book can, it really contains both. It, it, it shows you how you need to think to bring things into your world, but also how you need to act because it's action that is going to bring it to us. Um, and so I, you know, I truly hope everybody that's watching this or listening to this uh, gets a copy of the book, uh, reads it. Even if you don't know who Bob Proctor is, you will, you will appreciate the message that's within this book. Um, and I know it can change your life. I know it can. I, I, no question. Absolutely will change your life. Absolutely is in, empowering. And you are launching, from my view, you're launching the Bob Proctor lessons to a whole new generation. Right. Because as this book goes viral, as this messaging goes viral, which we know it already is and, and is in the, the infancy of going crazy, um, it, you are, there's going to be so many people that have never heard of Bob Proctor that are going to grab hold and start living those lessons. And that is so great to see on so many levels. And it's so needed in our in our society, in our world, and so great to experience and having you here with us today. Wow. Uh, so excited. Thank you, Paul. It's been great being here. I just saw the, this one a LinkedIn user. My action will be buying your book. That's awesome. Um, there, there you go. We'll put it right up there. My action will be buying your book. Go <laughs> ahead and, and grab hold and then read it absorb it and take action on it. Yeah, I think I, I just love that, you know, this will carry on my father's legacy in a unique way. Um, you know, let's face it, only I could write this book. Um, you know, being the son of Bob Proctor is, um, I know it's a special, special thing. Um, and I realize how lucky I am and fortunate I am. And I don't let that go by without without thought. Um, so this, this, this book, this work that, uh, that's been created is really carrying on his message, I think in a really unique and special way that, uh, I think will resonate with, with everybody that picks it up because it's, it's really, it's, it's in a conversational style. Uh, it's not a hard book to read. Um, but I believe you will see the, the lessons that are within it can really truly change your life. I totally agree. Brian, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing today and for carrying on this legacy. I know with um, with your father and with a handful of others from that genre, if you will, ha were the, the guiding light for me early on as a young entrepreneur in my 20s and have guided how I did my built my life ever since. And so I encourage everyone, man, this is the material to grab hold of and to live your life by. Thank you so much for being here. Any, any last words of wisdom for the audience all around the world listening to this? You know what, Paul? Thank you. I, I appreciate you inviting me on, and it's been great being here. If, if I was to leave anybody with a final message, it is this. Be the best version of you 
right now. If you can be the best version of you every day, everything else will take care of itself. Thank you so much. I could not agree with you more. For everyone, this has been a live broadcast of Mavericks Do It Different podcast. Absolutely, we're going to have this for review and rewatch over and over again for eternity on our podcast. Go and subscribe, share, make sure that this message gets out there. Mavericks Do It Different podcast. I am Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. We have been with and pleasure to have on here Brian Proctor, Bob Proctor's son, and uh, what a pleasure. Thank you so much to everyone. Make it a great one. Thanks for being here today. As our gift to you, be sure to go to themaverickuniverse.com where you can download your free copy of the Maverick Manifesto. Until next time, dare to be different. Dare to be a Maverick.